0: Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston is one of the cutest, most adorable, most funny books that I have ever read, and it follows Alex Claremont Diaz, who is the first son of the United States, as he falls in love with Prince Henry of England, and obviously like they're not supposed to be in love with each other and stuff, so they have to keep it all secretive, and it's just, it's so adorable, like I cannot get over how Like, it's just so cute, but it also is, like, a really good book. It's not, like, fluff cute. It's, like, good cute, and, like, it's just amazing, and it is also set in an alternate reality where the 2016 U.S. presidential election was won by a female Democrat from Texas, which we love, and reading a book with a female president was very, very fun, especially given our current administration in the United States, and also like gut-wrenchingly hard comparing it to the current political climate of the United States and stuff and like I'll talk more about that later but like it's very nice but also like gets me a little heated at times but the book is amazing and so good and everybody needs to read it books tv music and movies all things that make a big impact on everyone I'm constantly gushing about my latest read to anyone who will listen so I figured I'd turn my rambling into something coherent that people will actually listen to which means no tuning out halfway through. I am Maya Ghosh, and this is my day. we are going to start with a little bit on the writing and the writing is pretty standard like falls more on the side of really good than like standard I think it's like it's really funny and it's great and the narration is great and it's just like I love the writing and it gave me two of my favorite lines I've ever read. Um, one being it's trash turtles all the way down, which we love a John Green reference. And that line cracked me up and it came very early in the book too. And I was like, okay, this is going to be a good book. If we get started off with the line, it's trash turtles all the way down. And my second favorite line in the book was what in the rich white people sex dungeon hell, which like, again, just comes out of nowhere is very funny. is very fitting for the situation. And so, I loved it, and the writing is great. Now, we are going to move on to talking about, like, the story and the characters. And first, I want to talk about the White House trio, who I love. And they are so cute together, and I love how they're always, like, asking Nora for the odds on something because she's literally a supercomputer. Like, I wish I had her ability to, like, compute numbers because I would rule the world like if i had nora's ability i literally would rule the world with it because i would like use it for evil um so maybe it's not a good idea for me to have nora's abilities anyways basically nora is super smart it's way smarter than i will ever be and i love that alex and nora like go to the hotel room and pretend to fuck to stir up rumors that they're dating and we love that Alex goes to Nora to try and like figure out his sexuality and come to terms with like his life and stuff and the fact that he's bi and like that was a really cute moment and we love that Alex and June go through the tabloids together and like Alex and June's relationship is so cute and like I hated that they fought but I also love that they made up and she was like bro I've known since my stupid magazine with the picture of him that you kept looking at and he was like really and then it was just like a really sweet heartfelt moment and it was it was great and like they're the best as siblings I love Alex and June so much and like I love the fact that they get together and Alex reads his own smutty fan fiction which like not something I would ever do if I got famous but like I can see why it'd be funny to do it I guess I don't know it made me laugh that he did that and like And the White House trio as a group was just so cute and adorable, and I freaking love them together. They're just, like, the best. Now, moving on to the first family, who is also the best. Like, I love the pizza family dinners, and the way their mom is like, look, I'm the president, yes, but, like, I was also your mother first, and I'll be your mother for long after I'm not the president. And so she's always, like, taking care of them and putting them as, like, a family first and stuff, and, like, when all this shit happens with Alex and Henry, she totally supports him, and, like, the PowerPoint that she makes for Alex is so funny. I loved that PowerPoint. Like, I would hate to be in Alex's shoes sitting through that PowerPoint, but, like, from an outsider reading in, I loved that PowerPoint. It was amazing. And, like, when they go with their dad to the lake house... And his dad is just so casual about, like, how things are between Alex and Henry. And, like, Alex is all freaked out. And he's like, well, I thought it'd be at least a little bit of a big deal. And his dad was like, hey, you're talking to the patron state of gender-neutral bathrooms in California. It's not a big deal. And, like, I loved that. And that was so, like, sweet and heartfelt and, like, amazing. And basically, I love, like, their family. Like, their family and the White House trio are so adorable and so cute. And I love them. And... I apologize for the number of times I'm going to say they're adorable or I love them in this novel, like this episode about this novel, because I literally love like pretty much everything that happens, like except for the parts you're not supposed to love. And like, it's just, it's so cute. So I I can't control it. Anyways, now moving on to the biggest source of cuteness in this book, Alex and Henry's love story oh my god I love them and like the wedding cake incident was a whole mess and I was so mortified and then I loved when Zara came in the next morning and plopped down all the magazines and was like this is all I found on my way to work need I remind you I live two blocks away and stuff and like that was a whole oof but then like the fact that they have to fake their friendship and stuff is, like, we love it. And then Alex is in England, and Henry goes into his room to get ice cream at midnight, and they, like, kind of start their bonding. And then when they're visiting all the kids in the hospital and them being pushed into the closet and him, Henry, like, pinning Alex down and stuff and, like, they're just so cute even in those moments I was like oh my god yes I lived for them before they even like considered being a possibility and then like their text banter is amazing like their banter in general is always amazing but it first came out as like texts and stuff and then it develops into email banter, which we love, except I can't read fun emails between people without thinking of Fifty Shades of Grey, cause that's the freaking email banter in Fifty Shades of Grey. So thanks Fifty Shades and E.L. James for tainting my love of Alex and Henry's email banter with Fifty Shades thoughts. Anyways, moving on. Also, we love that their banter continues into when they're having sex, and it makes it so funny. Oh my God, we love them. And then like their first phone call because Alex has turkeys in his room and is flipping out, which like, I love that he stood up to his mom and is like, we're not putting the turkeys in a hotel suite. And so they are in his room, which like I would not sleep in a room with turkeys if I were Alex, I would give up my room and go sleep on a couch somewhere. But he was braver than me for sleeping in the room with turkeys. Um, And then, again, when Alex flips out on his family on Christmas Eve and calls Henry and stuff, like, every time they call each other because they need each other, I love them. It's so adorable. They're just... I love them. And then, the Millennials Correspondence Dinner, which is the best name for a New Year's Eve blowout held at the White House. Like, I love that name. And then... The kiss in the snow outside, I was so freaking happy when that happened, like, when he finally kissed him, I was like, yes, this is what I need, this is everything that I want and stuff, and it was amazing, but then he freaking ghosts him afterwards, which is not cool, and I did not appreciate that. Henry, you didn't need to ghost Alex, um, and also, as a American teenager, I did have to respond to the fact that Alex was telling Henry that watching people yike on each other to apple-bottom jeans is an American rite of passage. Yes, it is. That is definitely something that all American teens know about, and I love that that was in the book because I was like, you know what? Yeah, that truly, yes, that is an American rite of passage. Um. Anyways, continuing on to the state dinner and making out against the portrait of Hamilton, which we love, and I love that he was like, look, very important international affairs things, come with me, and they're just making out in the room, and it's amazing, and then when they go up to his room at night, and they're finally hooking up, and it was so cute and amazing, and, like, the smut was great, like, the whole scene was great, because it was, like, equal parts, like, them talking about like it just it was a great scene like I loved it it was adorable but also amazing like it was great I loved that scene um and then Alex ditching on like a campaign thing or whatever to go to the charity polo game which we love and that's where we get the line rich white people sex dungeon which again we love and then like all the times that Alex and Henry are talking and opening up, and Henry telling him about, like, everything with dealing with the royal family and B's addiction and stuff, and, like, every time they got closer, I was just like, yes, this is what I'm here for, they're talking, it's going great and stuff, and, like, then we get the LA trip with the karaoke, and then hooking up in the bathroom of the bar, and then going back to the hotel room, and, like, B was it B yeah it was probably B dropping them off and being like can I trust you guys can handle it from here and they're all like yeah duh and like it just (laughs) they're so cute and I love that on the LA trip it formed this little like new gang of six and like that was the crew from then on and it was so adorable and I love the six of them together and it just it was great and then Alex gets to go to Wimbledon which I'm kind of jealous because like I want to go sit in the Royal Box at Wimbledon. That sounds like a good time. Even though I'm not a tennis fan, but just, like, it's Wimbledon, you know? Like, I would go for the experience of going to Wimbledon. And so I was very jealous of that. But I was also very sad because, like, everybody was there. And so they had to, like, not be all, like, lovey-dovey. And I wish they could have been all lovey-dovey because it would have been so cute. And then when Henry shows up for him at the hotel after the announcement about luna i he was there for him and it was so nice and like i just because in that moment i was so fucking mad for luna being a fucking dick and like hating him because he was so terrible and did not deserve to fuck over alex in that way but then henry showed up and i was like oh my god henry's here everything's gonna be all right like It just, it was so cute. And then, I love that Zara finds out about Henry the next morning, and she's, like, not even pissed that Alex is like, hiding a relationship from her, or that he's gay or anything, or Alex is bi. But, or that he's bi or anything, but she's just pissed that, like, the situation he's created, but she, like, you can tell she supports him and stuff. And, like, I love Zara. She's amazing. And, like, I just, they're great. And then we go to the lake house, and as much as I love the lake house for Alex and his dad, fucking Alex was gonna say that he loves Henry, and Henry freaking left, and up and was like, no, I can't do this. Like, fuck you, Henry. Why do you have commitment issues? You kiss him in New Year's Eve, and then you run away. He's about to say he loves you, and you up and leave like the roadrunner. Like, stop doing this, Henry. I don't understand why you keep doing this, but you do, and I hate it. I hate it. And so, I was very happy that Alex was going to England to confront Henry because he did not deserve how he's being treated. And so I loved the fact that he was like, no, I don't deserve to be treated like this. I'm not going to wait for him. I'm going to storm the castle and be like, yo, you owe me an explanation. And I love that. And then when they sneak into the museum and they're slow dancing and stuff, and Henry gives Alex his ring, it was so cute. Oh my god, I loved this whole thing. Ugh. And then fucking emails and the pictures leaking. I was so pissed. Like, so, 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 so pissed pissed because they did not deserve that and they deserved to get to come out on their own terms and like expose their relationship in their own way and now you're just thrusting it all into the spotlight and I hated it but we did get some good moments out of this trip going to England because we learned that Zara was engaged to Sean which is kind of great like I kind of love them together that is kind of everything and then when we call Henry from the plane, it was so cute and, like, kind of sad, but also, like, cute and stuff. And then standing up to Philip and the queen, I loved the scene. It was amazing. Henry's mom and B were both badass bitches in this moment, and I fucking love them for that. And I love them for being like, no, Henry gets to do what he wants, and he can be whoever he is, and we're not going to limit him, and you need to get on board with this. And, like, it was amazing. And then when Henry, or not Henry, when Alex was leaving England and he saw the mural of Alex as Hans and Henry as Leia, I cried, y'all, I cried. And, like, all of the support that they got for their relationship and stuff, and they were like, oh, come through the back." Mostly because you didn't see all the people protesting and being like we love them and we support them and stuff and like all the history huh shirts like I need one of those shirts and it just they're so adorable and that made me cry when they had all the support and Alex was like don't ever tell me the odds like I love them oh my god they're so cute ugh and then Luna proving that the Richards campaign outed them like I went from hating Luna like I went from from the bottom of my my heart fuck you Luna to oh my god Luna you are amazing I'm so sorry I ever hated you because you are a brilliant brilliant man and like the way that he encoded it because it was his five guys order and Alex had memorized Mance's five guys order and stuff and like the way Nora cracked all the code and stuff and proved it and like then when Alex went to his office and he was clearing the air with him and bonding it was so cute like I love Luna and Alex's relationship and I love how close they are and stuff and like that's why i was so hurt but then when they were like so good at the end and luna really did prove that like the richards campaign was fucking disgusting and stuff and like i just loved him he was the hero we needed loved it and then at the end with b and henry's foundation and henry being like by the way i'm moving to new york like I freaked out when he said that I was like, oh my god, they're gonna live in New York together and Alex is gonna go to Georgetown and Henry's gonna be running his foundation and they're gonna be the cutest couple to ever exist and it's so amazing and like I just I I love them. I love them, I love them, I love them so so much and then the election and like that was so hard i was so on edge but then hell yeah texas went blue and it was so great and then we're in the walking out on stage and alex turned around and was like henry why the fuck are you not coming out on stage with us and stuff and it was like it was kind of the best and i love that his mom got to be the president for the next four years and alex didn't have to worry about another re-election campaign and he could just live his life with Henry and be really cute and adorable and it was amazing and I loved it and so to wrap up this book it was adorable and funny and heartwarming and it is up in my top tier of romance faves along with Beach Read and like it's just literally every moment of it was amazing and it was like a pretty long book too there so there's like a ton of content and like you just you love them and I need like a sequel or not a spin-off because I want more just like Alex and Henry content so I need like a sequel of just like them living their lives in their apartment in New York and stuff and like I did want to talk a little bit about like a comparison to today's political situation in America. And like when Alex's mom was up for re-election, there was freaking talk about fucking private email servers. I almost lost it because for those of you who don't know about American politics right in 2016, there was talk about Hillary Clinton and her private email servers and stuff. And that probably hurt her campaign a lot and like obviously she didn't win in 2016. And so then to have that brought up again with a female president going up for re-election, I, like, obviously I know that was the point and stuff, but I was pissed and I was like, fuck, this is going to happen again. Like, Alex's mom isn't going to win because, like, freaking emails or whatever. And so I was very happy it didn't negatively affect her campaign and stuff. And, like, it was so nice to live in a world with a female president But then when all of the shit came up about like her and hurting her campaign and private email servers and can she even run the country or whatever like made my blood boil especially because we like lived through that in reality and now that I'm coming into a book which is like an alternate reality I don't want to deal with any of these shit problems like no that's not how it works in an alternate reality everything is good and I don't have to deal with the idea of freaking email servers wrecking a presidential campaign and so I just had to mention that because it was very prevalent like in the book and to me and so I really appreciate that we got to see kind of like a parallel path where you know they didn't wreck their campaign and a woman was elected president in 2016 and she did get reelected, and Texas swung blue which like I don't foresee ever happening in my lifetime but if it does I will be very happy and like it just it was great and I loved this book and it was amazing and perfect and beautiful so yeah I have been Maya Gosh, and this has been my take on red white and royal blue by Casey McQuinston thanks for listening so we're kind of a one-woman show here at my take so the credits are not going to be very long this podcast is produced and edited um by me i do all of my own social media the only person i really have to thank is one of my great friends paris who did the music that is in the intro and that you're listening to now so thank you paris and thank you all for listening you can reach me at underscore my take on twitter and instagram and please leave a rate or review wherever you listen to this podcast that helps a ton so yeah thanks for listening